Welcome to Chasing Three Hours, a podcast about what runners are chasing, why they keep pushing themselves, and what keeps them curious. I'm Josh Peterson. Today's podcast is brought to you by Peak Performance. If you're in the Omaha metro area, stop by one of their four locations and mention Chasing Three Hours for $15 off your first pair of shoes at regular price. Today's interview was recorded live from the 2023 Good Life Havesy Expo. My dad, Tim Peterson, returned to the podcast to finish up a two-part conversation. He first joined me in early September to celebrate my birthday, and two months later, he is back to celebrate his. We talk about that, turning 58 years old, and why that age is so important to him. Plus, running over the last few years, being a St. Jude hero for close to a decade, and a whole lot more. Enjoy today's interview with Tim Peterson. Tim Peterson, Dad, welcome back to Chasing Three Hours. It is so good to be back for round number two. It's good to have you back for round number two. Uh, I begin every podcast, as you know, by asking about the most recent run of the guest. How was your most recent run? It was good. I uh, So I am running uh, the Good Life Half Sea Half Marathon tomorrow. And so today I just decided to go out and get in a, a two-mile kind of a shakeout run this morning and uh, felt really good. Good, good, good. So yeah. uh, we last talked, it was an episode for my birthday week, mm-hmm. and we recorded it at the very end of August. And by the time, trying to remember exactly when I realized, oh no, we're not going to have enough time to, to get into everything I would like to tonight, because it was Banks's my dog's gotcha day. Yeah. We needed to get home. And so at the very end, we fast forwarded essentially from Boston to yeah. present day yeah. in the span of about 10 to 15 minutes. I think I texted you either later that night or the next day, we're going to have to do a part two. Yep. So we're going to yep. do a part two. If you missed that one, please do go check it out. Uh, it was a really fun conversation in the Chasing Three Hours archives. Uh, let's go back then to kind of the post-Boston because okay. that leads into an important part of my life, yeah. and that is signing up for my first marathon, yeah. which was run in Memphis, Tennessee. So I had signed up for Lincoln in 2017. Um, I had some IT band issues yeah. with one of my knees. Yeah. I had to drop out. I do remember, though, and I want, I'm sure you do as well, at the very end of that race, that marathon, yeah. I kind of came and I ran next to you. Yeah. Um, and you were being vi- you were giving me very good words of encouragement about, like, you'll, you know, you'll be here, you'll do this one of these days. And I remember mm-hmm. in that moment not really totally uh, believing you. Or wanting or to wanting. do it. I think that that was probably a big part. So yeah. fa- fast forward then to 2018, uh, after I'd gone through my divorce, I'd run mm-hmm. a half marathon down in Olathe, Kansas. You came down and supported that. I had my best half marathon yeah. easily in my whole life. And I remember leaving that on this kind of like high of, I, I got I to gotta keep chasing. I want to yeah. keep chasing. And so I was thinking about it this morning, driving back from Luke, my youngest brother, his graduation. And it's you, it's Caleb, it's mom, it's me. And I'm asking you about... Should I do a marathon? What should I do? And I don't know if it was that day or later that we decided on Memphis, but we decided on it. What do you remember about that time? And and I guess, was there a doubt from you of like, is he actually going to follow through with this? Because uh, he didn't the last time. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a great question. I, I probably wondered, but it was more like, you know, can you keep yourself healthy? Yeah. Because I think that those, that, that was really the biggest thing that the, the want to, I believe, was there. Um, but then, you know, you have all, all of your different issues. Um, but I just remember being excited because, once again, you know, here you were having this opportunity to, to, you know, 
jump in to yeah. to the marathon and I thought yeah we could you know we can do this and uh, we just have we'll have fun we'll you know we'll raise some money together and yeah. you know for uh, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and and uh, um, yeah and I just you know I just figured that you could do it you know I'm, I just you know just got off you know running Boston and or you know some people say swimming in Boston because <laughs> the it, 2018 it, version yeah the 2018 version it rained it rained pretty hard so. Uh, but yeah, so you know, and then just once again, just being excited that you wanted yeah. to, that that you wanted to do this. I think the way you say that of like, will my body hold up? I think that in hindsight, especially knowing how I was running, and I, that was another thing that I was mm-hmm. thinking about as I drove to the Havsey Expo today. Um, and by the way, we're recording this for your birthday, so this is going to come out yeah. one day after you turned fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Happy birthday, thank Dad. you. But thank I was, you. I was thinking about that time and how I was running. And I don't know if you ever knew this. I, when I'd get on the treadmill, I'd set it at like six and a half miles per hour. And I'd do that for like a quarter of a mile. And then I'd go to seven for a quarter. And then I'd go to seven and a half. But at the very end of every mile, I'd be peaking at 10 miles an hour. And yeah. so I'd just be going up and then down and up and down. So I was running way too fast. I wasn't doing any heart rate training sure. at all. But I had, a, I had a good block. And I remember, you know, we get, I get, I get into Memphis. I got in later late. than, than yeah. you do. Very late on the night before, was night, it? Night, night before, yeah. You had you had uh, quite the air delay. That's right. And I, I, think, I think you flew delay. from Omaha to Denver. And then I came and all then, the way back. Yeah. And I remember we like got- seeing mom, and, and I saw her before I saw you, and she was like, your dad is so excited. Yeah. <laughs> he, was so, he was so excited. Oh, and yeah. Sure enough, that weekend, it was, I mean, it's not my favorite race, but I, I, and I mentioned this on the first podcast, yeah. the ending of that is one of those moments yeah. in my life that I wish I could relive. Yeah. Yeah, I still have I still have a picture uh, in my archives, um, and it was I I don't know who took it. It, it might have been you know from one of the official official pictures, um, but it's me veering off right before I crossed the finish line, seeing yes. you, and and I and I actually took it and you know doctored it up and drew an arrow to where you were <laughs> and, and where I'm at, and uh, I just remember seeing you and just and just knowing that and I at that time I think I I had seen mom. On the the course, probably about you know mile, almost probably mile twenty six, pretty close to the end. She was near the end, yes. You know, so I, so I think I saw her, and she said that you had you had really uh, struggled, yeah. you know, at at the end, uh, you know. So so regardless of that, I, I think I had a little bit of an understanding of uh, just a little uh, <laughs> of of what you dealt with, but but uh, but just just to see. You know that that you accomplished that goal, yeah. and and really, that, I think that every time that we we step stepped out to do things like this, you know, for me at least, it was always you know the challenge and and you know doing the necessary work to to accomplish the goal, uh-huh. and and just was really excited to know that you uh, that you did that. Yeah, now I like doing hard things. I like I like the challenge. At the time, I didn't like the challenge. Yeah. I wanted the meet the end. Yeah, I wanted to be done. Not, yeah, I didn't want to enjoy the process. Right, I enjoy the process. So you, 2018 comes to an end for you. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about in part one, in 2016, after getting diagnosed with cancer, eventually you run Chicago, mm-hmm. a very rewarding marathon. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 2015, you would run New York, mm-hmm. a, your favorite of all the marathons. Right. 2018, you knock out Boston. Where are you at at that moment then, 2018 into 2019, in terms of like what you're wanting to do? Because as we talked about, there are six world majors, and so I know that was somewhere in your mind, but like... Did, did you feel like you had checked off almost all the boxes that you had with running yeah. at that point? Yeah. You know, I, I got done with, uh, with Boston in 2018, and that would have been uh, marathon number three of the six world marathon majors. 
and and at one point I had you know I had this thought that I wanted to run all six of them, um, knowing that um, Tokyo and London were really difficult or challenging to get into. Um, I thought you know if I do this, I'm going to do Berlin first, and and I think a lot of that had to do with mom. I mean. Her ancestry, you know, came from from Germany, and and uh, I just thought it would be kind of cool and uh, to do that. And at the time, I, I think I, I don't remember if St. Jude had um, had bibs yet, or I think that they were just starting with with London and Berlin, and, and still um, still working on Tokyo right now. Yeah, uh, here in in uh, 2023 into 2024, and so. You know, when I get done with that, um, you know, after going through cancer in 2016 and, and doing the different things that I did, I, I, it um, it the 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 distance of 26.2 started becoming more challenging. Um, the 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 training block, just how my body felt um, in in working up to that, probably the the thrill or the luster of running. Uh, all six of them began to, to wane. Because at one point, I thought, okay, when I, I think it was when I started this journey in, in 2015. You know, with New York? With New York. And then, really, I, it was probably more into 2016 when when uh, I started realizing, um, man, I, I'd love to knock these out before I turn 60. Mm. And figured, out, okay, i got nine years now, or you know, close to 10 years to, to do this. And I thought, yeah, I could, you know... Uh, I would have to, you know, get into Boston and, you know, so on and so forth. So I'd have four to do in the next 10 years. And I figured I could probably do that. Um, but then as, as you know, time had gone on and, and some, you know, different different life happenings that have, that have taken place, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I could if I could do that. One, the expense of it. Two, I just don't know if my body can take it, uh, you know, any more that I want to put into it, mm-hmm. you know, and juice uh, isn't worth the squeeze. It, uh, juice wasn't worth the worth the squeeze anymore. Um, you know, I think when I first got you know started the journey, I'm thinking I, I'd love to be a fifty you know fifty state you know guy. Um, uh, that went out the door quick. And uh, <laughs> but but you know I mean I've I've completed fourteen, and and I I recently told you probably within the last year that um, if if there was ever an opportunity to to do Berlin. I would, I would probably, just as long as I had a, enough notice, you know, that I could really dial in and get in some really good shape, um, I would probably use that as the swan song and, yeah. and, and finish off, you know, I like round numbers. I know 15 is not a round number, but to me it's divisible by five. So <laughs> uh, it's not like 17 or yep, something like yep. that, right? So um, I figured, I, you know, if I, could, if I uh, could do Berlin, I would do Berlin and then and – then, uh, Leave and the I, shoes. I'd leave my shoes at the finish line. Have you made peace with that? Like, or or did it take a while to make peace with that? At any point? Uh, no, because I think when I when I made that statement, I was just you know just challenged with with uh, health situations and and uh, you know because really since Boston on, which was in 2018, and now here we are five years later, it seemed like every time that I went out to try to do something, even during even during the pandemic. Um, I, w- I was starting to have these issues with my legs, calves and, and knees and, and different things like that, that uh, it just made just made that training that much more difficult. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't know if I want to if I want to do that. I remember one of the Christmases and maybe it was 2019, but mom got you like 
recovery slippers or whatever those are yeah, that yeah. you have. And I remember you being so excited oh, yeah, for, for, for something like that. Uh, yeah. do, do you look back at, you know, like COVID for so many of us, and I don't mean to skip ahead 2019 because I do want to talk about 2019. Yeah. But like for me and, uh, and so many others, it's like, yeah, that's like when I rediscovered it or that's when I discovered it. Do you feel like you were like outside of a window just kind of watching everyone inside as you're going through these struggles with your legs and you're unable to kind of capture like everyone's at home all the time and you're yeah. not able to take advantage maybe as much as some others were in the in the running world yeah um you know i i uh we finished that marathon in in 2018 in uh in memphis mm-hmm. in, which is which is run the first uh, saturday in december yep. so so we're four weeks away right now as 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 we're recording this podcast and i'm going back mm-hmm. um but but since that since that time, you know, when we when we ran, I don't think that I'm I'm trying to, to think back and I actually have a, a folder that I keep, you know, some certain notes in on on marathons. And when when I ran uh, okay, I in in uh, so we fit I did did um, Memphis in twenty eighteen and then Chicago. And then we did Chicago in twenty nineteen. That was Caleb, you and me. Yep. And and then that was 2019 Chicago was the last full marathon that I ran until you and I ran 2022 when you did your first BQ. So I didn't run any other any other 26.2 because I think at that point after 2018 I ran two marathons that year ran Boston and then I ran uh, ran uh, Memphis with you. And then stepping into 2019, I, I just I, I just was was probably just starting to get worn out. Yeah. Right. And um, but but we had but we had talked about running. Um, no, that that wasn't yet. So um, yeah yeah. So running 2019 in Chicago, and so so I I thought well you know we use this year to to you know to to wind up to that, but you know not do you know maybe do the the Lincoln half and which I did mm-hmm. and um, and everything. But I just uh, it, it was just it was just starting to be more challenging. So when we get into the to the pandemic, and I we did after we did Chicago, and I had a I had a that was a tough that was a tough run. Yeah, you know for me, um, and then going into 2020, um, you know I thought you know the really the only thing that I'm going to do to really focus or, or have my focus on will be to go back to Memphis. So now it seems like you know a lot of things in my life all revolve around December. Yeah. And that is just going to Memphis because of the work that I do for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And I knew that I didn't have always have to run the marathon. I can run a half. I can run a 10K. Yeah. And and so and so the that that desire to to keep to check off another marathon um, you know had, had kind of gone by the wayside. And and so going into 2020 um, you know I had I had registered Probably in January of 2020 to run Memphis, and I and I was pro- I was probably thinking about what else am I going to do, you know, over the course of that year. But but thinking about uh, Memphis, um, I uh, they 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 elevated their their uh, levels of commitment, and so I had in I'm going to back up just real quick one one year in in Boston, I had to. Um, there was no, there was no, no tiered level. You had one ten thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, 
and uh, never done that before for one race and, and was able to, to yeah. accomplish that goal, which, which was fantastic. I think we raised a little over $11,000 or something. For, That's awesome. For 28, for, you know, and so so I had that in 2018, and and uh, you know we we ran Memphis and and I did it at a certain level. I you know we probably raised you know three or five thousand dollars or something like that. I think it was for me. It was, I think it was fifteen hundred. Was it? You I know? think so. Yeah. But then we had a yeah. We had something in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. We had something in Chicago, and then uh, so you know I always I always raised enough for St. Jude to to on these big marathons to have. A uh, hotel room. That was to me. That was the that that was a, the a best thing. perk, right? And and even though you had to do so 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 stepping into 2020, they 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 brought in a new level, and uh, like a higher level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More more uh, um, more. You know, they 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 flirted. They didn't flirt with it. They they did it the year before, in 2019, when you you, you didn't go to that. So so I did. And it was called pre. Uh, it was called platinum. So there was there was uh, bronze, silver, gold, platinum. platinum. So platinum had a had a little bit more. I think it had an, an extra day hotel stay uh, in Memphis and uh, and stuff. And so it was you know there was just uh, you know some of the benefits that you get for raising that money. And you know seventy five hundred. You know I'm like yeah. I mean I raised ten thousand for. I can do it for yeah. We can do it. So then stepping into you know now now we're into twenty twenty. And it's January, and they're putting out a, a new one called Platinum Premier. Oh! So they're stepping it up even another level, and they're and they're they're uh, not a lot of of uh, I think they had uh, uh, a smaller amount of, of, of number to do that, um, and uh, you know, and, and man, I felt like I was I was I was waiting. You know, hey, if you're the tenth caller, <laughs> you know that that's why. So when when registration opened, man, it was like everybody was trying to get this. You know, it's it's funny. People people are are uh, um, racing, uh, you know, to to register so that they can go out and raise, you know, <laughs> a bunch a bunch of money. But but it's all all for the good cause. And so so I got in on this platinum premiere, and and, and my level of commitment was ten thousand dollars. And I you know I've done it before, and I'm like, yeah, we can we can do this. You know, I got all year. I got all year because mm-hmm. I registered in January, and I have till you know probably the end of December to to raise this money and. And uh, you know, I figure out some different things. Well, as as we all know, <laughs> you best know, laid plans. Yeah, a, a couple months later, you know, everything shut down, and I found out in probably May or June, you know, from the through the grapevine through through my contacts with St. Jude, that uh, that Memphis it it didn't look like because even though it was in December, they were holding off as long as possible, but they but they realized we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go virtual. Yeah. And and I remember it's now July. I remember I remember you know uh, getting the official word, and uh, your mother and I went out for a walk like we did every day, every day, with uh, with our dog Bella, R.I.P. Mm. And uh, I said I said to mom I said uh, um, they're they're moving Memphis to virtual. I said here we got some choices, so we can. Stay at the same level of commitment, and and they'll hold us to it. Um, we can defer to next year. We can um, just completely drop out. Yeah. And remember, if and you said this on the first pod, if you say you're going to raise that and you don't, you have to cover. You have to cover whatever you, you don't cover. Raise. Whatever you don't. Cover. So whatever. that's that's the debate about the first point. Right. So so I say uh, um, so I, I I give mom the 
you know, the rundown, and without hesitation, she says this to me. Probably one of the most perspective, profound questions in relation to running and raising money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. She says, do the kids still need to be treated? Mm -hmm. I said, yeah. She said, does the hospital still need the money? I said, yeah. So for everybody who doesn't know, uh, if if your child is being treated at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, you never receive a bill. For any, and I might have I might have mentioned this on the first podcast. You know, anything from travel to treatment to housing to food, while while being treated at St. Jude, you never you never receive a bill. And uh, they have a they have a budget, uh, an operating budget of over a billion dollars a year, and all that money comes through charitable donations. It's it's and the average donation that comes into St. Jude is like forty eight dollars. So so figure that out. Billion divided by forty. Right. Now there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of corporates cor- corporations that 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 you know donate or, and and pledge to donate, um, but the majority of that money comes in from average James and Joes like you and me. So, so that's that. So she says, do they need to, do they still you know do, do they still need the money? Yes. Do they the kids still need to be treated? Yes. She said, we're still going to raise the ten thousand dollars. We're going to stay keep our commitment. I said, all right, and so uh, and so. Really, the rest of that year was just was just focused on doing that. And I had decided at that point that I wasn't going to run the full; I was just going to run a half. And and uh, but so I'm going to do a virtual half. And and I got got to the point where it got really cold out, and I'm like, I just have to do it on the treadmill. But I, this is when I'm really dealing with yeah. a, with a lot of calf issues. I remember backing up for a moment. I remember there was a race. It might have been Lincoln. When that because I did Lincoln virtually that year, I think yeah. you did, but yeah. you weren't able to make I wasn't it all able the way. To make it. Nope. Yeah. No, I only made it. Um, so I think we did it different dates. We did. We did different dates, and so I waited till the very last. That's right. The very last day that I could because do it you to, were dealing, to, yeah, yeah to, to get healthy. To, you know, and uh, and and they they put a time frame on it so you could get like your your medal and, yeah. and things like that. So I waited till the very last day, and I took off, and I actually did the same the same route that you that you ran. And, big Papio uh, Trail. Big, big Papio Trail started off at about 120th and, and Blondo, and uh, and headed south. And I only got as far as just past um, where like Wheat Fields is for everybody. Oh, for, for everybody who doesn't know, I mean, I might have gone three miles. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And um, and then I said I just can't do it, so I called mom. I said you're gonna have to come pick me up. It starts to rain yeah, on me. Yeah, I remember that really crappy day. And uh, um, yeah, it was it was uh, yeah that was a, that was brutal. Um, I walked most of the way back. Yeah, and uh, you felt defeated. Super, le- I'm doing a virtual race. Yeah, you yeah, felt super defeated. Um, but so that, fast forward then to December. So December and, and I'm the mill. and I'm still and I'm still dealing. I'm yeah. still dealing with my calf, and and so I did it on the mill. And um, you know, was was able to accomplish it, but it, I think it took me, you know, well over three hours to, you know, to, to do it. But but yeah, so so it was, you know, so I'm seeing other people see, you know, especially you know, cheering you on, you and David, your friend David uh, ran ran the the, the virtual um, Twin Cities. Twin Cities. Um, your now wife, you know, she had she had these really cool medals made for awesome you guys medals. out of wood. Yep. It was super cool. And uh, you know, we went and cheered you guys on, and, and kind of followed you, you know, uh, tracked you for that for that race for that twenty six point two, and and everything. It just was really exciting, you know. At that point, man, I'm just really excited that you know that you're getting really excited and, and really starting to dial in. Backing up, then again, yeah. along those lines, Caleb 
who is the the middle of us three? Yeah, me and you. We ran Chicago. Yeah, in 2019. Yeah. Um. What? Like what? What was that like? Because you know we, as we talked about in the first podcast, the first ever half marathon you ever ran, um, was with Caleb, was with me yeah. down in in uh, Missouri, the southernmost area of Missouri, yeah. Springfield, Missouri, in the uh, heart of the Ozarks. Heart of the Ozarks. Heart yeah. of the Ozarks. That's that's the half marathon. Um, we're, we're wearing, as we talked about, weird gear. Like, yeah. we, we don't know what we're doing. No. Chicago, I mean, I, I still didn't know what I was doing in Chicago, but you certainly did. Caleb forgets his bib that morning. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but ends up catching me and passing me, just super happy. What, what was that What was that day like? Like, I, I don't know, when you think back on it, do you think of, like, I don't, not to say, like, the bad, but the weird parts of that day of me being miserable, of Caleb forgetting his bib, or are there, like, happy moments that you have with that day, too? Yeah, because uh, it does have some weirdness. It, to it. it does. It does. And I, and I I think about I think I think about both of them. But but at the end of the day, you know what I think about? I think about that me and two of my sons raised a bunch of money. Yeah, we did for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And and Josh, you know, really, I am I'm entering into the tenth year of being a St. Jude hero. And over the course of those ten years, I've I've raised. Um, Right, a little over, almost close to to seventy six thousand dollars. So we'll say seventy five thousand dollars and change. And and even though you had a you know you had a challenging time, and you know Caleb about missed the race. <laughs> um, the, the at the end of the day, it was because it was all all for the kids. Plus, you know, just being in Chicago and it's so cool. And, and it is. It's a it's a it's a cool race. It's a you know. I think that that our friends at at St. Jude do a fantastic job of putting you know the the VIP area around and, and the room and, and everything like that. Um, you know, from, from what I remember, I think the weather was halfway decent, kind of a little chilly. Uh, it was chilly for me. I think that yeah, it would have been great great race, race weather for either of us if we yeah. would have been in maybe better shape. In better that shape, day. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, when you when it, when you take you know five and a half six hours. It gets cold. Yeah, forty-five doesn't feel good when you're running that slow. No, no, it doesn't. So, um, but but you know, I, I think that just knowing just knowing what we did and and you know just another just another accomplishment. And I was really excited for Caleb to yeah. you know to you know to to do that to do a full marathon uh, as well. We had we had actually gone out to Chicago um, in August of that year to see him. And um, he had just moved into a new place. Um, I think that w- when we were out there, he j- he might have had, but he didn't tell us at that point. One date. One date with his now wife, uh-huh. Cassandra. And um, but but it was it was cool. You know, we we got to hang out. We got to hang out with him, and and uh, 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 he and I actually went went on the. We were there over a weekend, and on Saturday morning we went. And jumped in with a, a bunch of running friends that I know, and uh, did a you know did a I think we did ten miles that that day on the on the waterfront, awesome. which is and I was thinking, man, I'd love to do this. Oh yeah, I felt the same way when I went there. We did a trip there in uh, 2020 in September. Yeah, it was like the first time we finally left the state, and I, I went running there every day, and I was like, whoa, right, this would right. rule during the summer. Not so right. much in the winter, but no. it would rule during the summer. Right. Yeah. So, so we had it. So it was just really cool to 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 see that happening. Because now I got you know you and and even though we got done with that race there in in 2019, and and you were you were saying I'm done, 
Um, but we, but just like in, in true Peterson fashion, we know that that's not going to be the case. Now, Caleb says he's done. I believe him in terms he, of the marathon. Him, him I do believe. He, and he always explains it really well. He's like, the race is really fun. He's like, I just don't have the time he to do all the of time. the training. I think Luke's going to do Luke's going to go. We're going to talk him into yeah. it. Uh, speaking of St. Jude, we, t- you know, we talked about him today. We talked yeah. about him a little bit in the first pod. Are you surprised that you have thrown yourself into doing this like you have for 10 years because so often I think people especially with some of the big races would say I want to do this um I, I want to you know I want to get into the Boston Marathon or I want to get into this race and they're like that was cool and then I move on with my life yeah. you haven't you're wearing a hat right now you're wearing a quarter <laughs> zip right now you're yeah. gonna be back again and like you said we're coming upon you doing this for 10 years yeah um you know when I first you know, when I first started, and, and I've said this to, to other people, you know, I I had an idea about St. Jude because of my friend, um, you know, this this husband and wife couple, Rod and Kathy, and, and their and their son, who at 13 was diagnosed with, with leukemia. Um, still alive today. He's, uh, I believe he's 30, 17 years ago. And... Um, and, and that's why I got involved because, you know, we were going to do this destination race in, in Nashville and St. Jude was the charity component, you know, to that race. And I'm like, cool, you know, so, you know, start raising money. And, and I really think that it was probably, it was after New York that, uh, that I really started thinking about it and, and probably even more so than when I registered for Chicago in 2016 because then I got diagnosed with cancer, and it really and it really just became became real um, about about it. And so I think that it it was just one of those things that it, that it just started it just kind of started snowballing, and and now it's like I I can't not do it. And um, so I think that you know you know usually when I when I ask for people to donate. I uh, especially like an e- whether it's in a in an email uh, that I that I would e- that I would send out or on social media. I usually I usually end it by saying until no child dies from cancer because that's that's how that's long you. That's it. That's the goal. And uh, and I could see that. And so I think that that's a lot of it when it comes to um, distance running. I don't. I don't necessarily have to uh, unless unless I'm going to go to a, a major marathon. There's so many other things that I can participate in. Like all, all the rock and roll series always have a half component and a full. Um, Memphis always even breaks it down to a 5K. You can go 5K, 10K. Um, you know, and, and so there's there's other races that I can I can do. But it's not to me anymore. It's not necessarily about the the running or the distance. It's good because it helps to keep me in shape, <laughs> but but it's more about um, really what what I'm doing for the cause. Yeah, and and that's I think that's that's really the the motivation or the the why the the thing that keeps me going, uh, you know, on it on an annual basis to do this, is because it costs a, it costs over three million dollars a day to keep the lights on, and. And, and, and even though that, you know, like I have a, I have a pretty audacious goal um, for this year to raise $20,000. I'm a little over 8300 so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm still a ways away from, from the big goal uh, to get there. Um, but, but even at that, 
there will be there will be families that are going through this and they will say and they will thank me and I'm like I've just raised you know ten thousand dollars five thousand dollars but but it's what it's doing for them yeah so they don't have to pay yeah so, they, so all they have to be concerned about is the health of their child nothing else yeah and that's what keeps me going on a daily basis and you know what's interesting is you know because I asked you does it ever surprise you that this is kind of who you became? We all have these seasons of life, right, where someone someone who knows you or hasn't maybe seen you in 20 years, some of those people will still call you Pastor Tim yeah, because that was yeah. the season of life right. that you're in. Then there will be others maybe a decade later, and they'll be like, Tim, that's the guy who ran all those marathons. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people now know you as a St. Jude champion yeah. you know, and someone yeah. who really cares about the hospital and really cares about the kids, and yeah. I think that that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Um, I think that, you know, I, I, have a, I have a high school classmate who is uh, recently, uh, when I say recently, you know, I just found out recently, but she was diagnosed with, you know, late stage breast cancer. And so she's in treatment right now. And, um, and so I, I just reached out to her and, and just said, hey, I was thinking about you today. And... and um, checking in on you how are you doing and and everything and and she you know she responded back and and we kind of went and she said you know and she was a runner prior to all this and she said you know i'm hoping to get my strength back you know after all this is over with so that i can go back out and run and i said hey once once that that day is i said let's pick a race together and let's go let's go run so then probably um i don't know three or four hours later all of a sudden i get this notice that that she dropped a donation to saint jude and and it 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 really just made and she said I I uh, I'm so inspired by what you do for the kids and I'm you know and I'm thinking man all I'm doing is getting the word out and uh, and then you know putting myself through the paces so that I can <laughs> so that I can start and finish her and, and finish a race um, but I but I'm I'm very humbled by that and very grateful um, you know for that but but I think you're right a lot of people they'll. You know, in the season of life that I'm in now, you know, you're the you're the St. Jude hero guy. Yeah. Back to my conversation with my dad in just a moment, but a word for the fine folks at Peak Performance, Omaha's only locally owned running store for 30 years. I began my process, my relationship with Peak Performance, gosh, quite a few years ago now, had been dealing with some injuries, had an IT band issue specifically, completely derailed my marathon training. I stopped by and they put me through their five-step gait analysis process to determine my arch type, my lower leg alignment, and find some shoes that would help me out. And boy, have they ever. Four locally owned stores in the Omaha metro area. Stop by one of them today and mention this podcast, Chasing Three Hours, and you can get $15 off of your first pair of shoes at regular price. Take that running journey of your own to the next level. You will be so thankful that you did. I know that I am quite a few years later. Again, mentioned chasing three hours for $15 off of your first pair of shoes at regular price. Back to my conversation with my dad, Tim Peterson. The calendar turns then from, we talked about 2020. Yeah. We go into 2021. You know, things are getting a little more normal again, yeah, yeah. but you're still struggling with the injuries. Yeah, I'm still struggling with the injuries. Um, I, I think I might have shared on our last pod that that um, after after cancer in, in 20, 
16, uh, the, the challenge to maintain what I, you know, my runner weight, you know, kind of deal um, is, is difficult. It's a lot, it's really easy to put weight on. It's really difficult to, to take weight off. And, and, and a lot of those are choices too. Um, but uh, so, you know, so, you know, stepping into, into 21, I think that, you know, at this point now I'm, I'm just, I'm pretty much just dialed in on, I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do Memphis, you know, um, after I went there in, in 2016 and, and experienced it, I thought, man, I'm never, I'm never going to miss this. And the only time that I haven't been there since was, was COVID was COVID. And, um, you know, so, so I think that, you know, really everything is, is kind of geared that direction. And, and now I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to dial it back. I'm just going to run a half marathon. I think I did that the, you know, a couple years before too, you know, 2020, um, can't remember for what I did in 19. I could look on my list, but uh, but just you know, got to that place where um, you know it, it's just it's just a challenge. But it, it's almost one of those things where people know me now as this, and so and so this is what what I what I got to do. But I, but I'm still I'm still really encouraged, um, you know, by this by by this opportunity to to get the word out to help so that uh, you know I, I'm really Josh. I'm I'm, I'm very blessed. Your mother and I are very blessed. We have three healthy adult sons, and uh, not everybody can say that. You are a very positive person, as the literal last few words of that answer shows. Um, how has it been for you then, as you talk about easier to put on the weight, yeah. a lot harder to take it off, especially, and we talked about in the first pod, you know, you go back over, now it's wild to say this, almost a decade and a half ago now in 2009 when you and mom began your, yeah. your weight loss journey, and... Again, a season of life. A lot of people from that season will be like, Tim was the guy who really started focusing on his fitness and completely changed the way that he looked, and now it's harder. Yeah. Again, you're a very positive person. How difficult has that been for you, being as positive and uplifting as you are? Yeah, it's really challenging. Because I never, like, talk about this with you. I'm never like, hey, Dad, you know, it seems like you're struggling to keep the – the weight off, yeah. you know, because I wouldn't, yeah. I'm not going to say that to anybody. Well, and, and you know, and, and then, you know, during, during some of this stuff too, um, you know, and it's not just, it's not just pushing myself away from the table, you know, uh, you know, we talk about the pandemic in 2020, we talk about the, the, the issues that I'm having with, you know, with my calves and my legs and things. And then at the end of that year, um, on Christmas Eve, I have, I have this, this racing heart issue and on Christmas Day after we do virtual Christmas with the family I, I asked your mother to take me to the hospital because I don't know what's going on and that was a culmination of a horrible month for us as a family with the loss yeah. of our dog yeah. well, the loss of your dog yeah. and just a ton of personal family yeah, including yeah. a lot of people getting COVID yeah including me yeah yeah, you know, yeah, we, and it just all—it seemed like it all, it, it all, in my opinion, it all culminated on Christmas it, Day. Yeah, and uh, so you know, if I can look back, I I know that that on Christmas Eve we had a we had a pretty good snowstorm, and I went out, and um, it wasn't big enough for me to—at least I didn't think—for me to 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 uh, fire up my snowblower. Yeah. So I just got out, and you know, and, and um, you know, did did uh, scoop scooped with the shovel, and you know, I don't know how long I was out there. I, 30 minutes maybe at the most and I came inside and went went back to work um because you know we we're all working from home at the time and and I walked down into the basement where where I had my office set up and uh man I got super lightheaded all of a sudden just started sweating profusely 
And so I had to sit down because I, I just couldn't, I, I couldn't uh, stand up straight. And it took, I don't know, a couple minutes, and, you know, everything's, everything, you know, subsided. And I'm like, okay. You did, know, you tell, did you tell mom? No, I didn't tell her at all. Um, and then, uh, and so, but it was the next day we were getting ready. We were getting ready to do our Christmas. And before that, um, mom and I were just drinking a cup of coffee and, and probably eating, you know, some sticky rolls that she made or something. And I, and I was just sitting on the couch and I had that same feeling, even though I wasn't standing up, I had the same feeling rush over me, lightheadedness, started sweating profusely. And, uh, and I, I just kind of faked it through, through our virtual Christmas. We did a Christmas. virtual Christmas, us, us four, right? It was Riss, me, and then you and mom, or you saying the one with the whole family. The one, well, well, with. Because we did, we opened gifts with you. You guys got me some new shoes. Um, and we did a couple of things just us for, if I remember. In person? Right. No, over, over over the computers. Yeah, and I thought I thought I thought we did we it with did your a brothers big family too. One too. But it wasn't with my family because that was later on in the day. Yes. So, anyways, um, we got done and we said goodbye on the computer. And as soon as it shut off, I I told mom I said um, I need you to take me to the hospital. Something's wrong, and I don't know what it is. So I go to the hospital, and basically my my blood pressure was elevated. You know, and. Uh, I was in there for a couple hours, came home, you know, basically they put some, pumped some fluids into me and it worked. So, you know, with, with all that, you know, just, just all the challenges, you know, with that, um, yeah, it, it, you know, the, the positivity about, about my health. And then, and, and, and then also I'm looking, I, I mentioned this on our first pod that, you know, my dad died at the age of 58. I turned 58 in a week, in a week right? And, and he didn't, he was too much shy of being 59. His dad was really close to being 56. He was 55 and change when he died. And, um, and they both had, you know, uh, heart attacks and, and things. And, and I know that lifestyle was, was a lot different, and, you know. And so, so you got all these things that are, that are bouncing around in my head, too. And I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, you know, um, have something like that take me out if I can control it. So... So it's it's been you know it's been you know just really challenging and then and then when you don't feel good, you're not going to go out and you know and put in the time yeah. to to run or to you know lift weights or you know do any kind of any kind of exercise. So that that has been you know somewhat of a challenge, but um, you know I, I think that uh, you just started getting you know little wins here and there and and really you know just like anything else when you focus on it. And, you know, um, which which I decided to really, you know, do that again is just really dial in and focus on it beginning of this year or really about the time um, that Caleb and, and Cassie got married in April uh, is, is really when I just said, hey, you know, we, I just got to I got to figure something out. Yeah, because uh, first of all, I don't I don't feel good. I don't like the way that I look. You know, my, my clothes are fitting tighter. They're shrinking. And uh, what's up yeah, with our dryer? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Hey, but we don't dry your your suits. <laughs> oh, they go to the they go to the park there. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So, so you know, just just doing some things like that is has been, um, and and then, you know, just just seeing just seeing some results and, yeah. and everything. It's like it's like my run today. You know, it was two miles, but but uh, man, I just knew when I was running. I just, man, I just feel strong. I just feel strong. You know, and and I don't know what tomorrow will will uh, give me. I'm 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 actually. You know, my my half. I'm doing a half marathon tomorrow, but but my half marathon training is really for for four weeks from now, and and I didn't. I, I got the the bib that I have for the for the Good Life half C. I got as a because I I uh, 
I donated to somebody else's St. Jude's uh, fundraiser, and they had, and this was this was one of the things that they had to, oh, cool. uh, yeah, like on a raffle, and I got it, and I want, and I won. I'm like, well, yeah, of course I'm going to run it, but I didn't, I didn't back up my training to start training to culminate tomorrow. So I'm, I'm in my in my training schedule. I'm only scheduled to run eight miles tomorrow, even though I'm going to run 13. And uh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I can do it. I mean, I've shoot, I've ran, I've ran full marathons on, you know, not very much training. I said I know I can do it, and even if I have to walk most of it, I'll do it. But but uh, but where I'm at in my in my training, I think I'm just getting done with week eight, right? Um, I, I feel I feel really good. Good, and I feel the best that I've felt probably since Boston, since in the last five years. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you about 58. So yeah. I have to imagine, just given what you know, when your dad passed, that this yeah. is this age has long, it's long held something for yeah. you. Yeah. You are the fourth boy that was born in your family. Yeah. So I don't know if it's something you've ever talked about with your brothers, if this number has also meant something for them. But as you get – so they have and, – and they're all still alive. So they, yeah. they've they've gone past. They've been 58, and then they have turned 59 and 60, et cetera. Yeah. What – I mean, what are your feelings on, on this age and what the next year – you know, we talked on the first pod, 50, best year yet. Yeah. This obviously doesn't – I don't. I don't know what the 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 mantra is for this year, but I have to imagine it means something for you. Yeah, it does. It, um, so I started thinking about it that that on November 9th of 2023, I will begin if I if I want to if I want to do the numbers best year yet 10 10.0 right. So it'd be the tenth my tenth year of of declaring my best year yet, and and it will be a best year yet. Um, you know, with that. And so I think that I've I've looked at it. I've I've tried not to, um, you know, focus on, you know, the, you know that that situation where you know your dad was fifty eight and ten months. You know his dad was you know fifty five and probably ten months, eleven months. Um, I I don't, I don't want to focus on that, but I but I do I do take it into consideration. I'm you know I. I you know, want to follow after you know what the, what my doctor has to say, and 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 not not stray from that. Um, but I, I, you know, I think it's a it's a big year. I've I've thought about you know how do I you know how how do I capture how do I capture this year, which can be a little melancholy. Yeah. Right? How do you celebrate something that you yeah. know holds its significance for a, a negative reason? Right. Right. Not and you know and, and and so I'm thinking you know once again I, I just want to I, I want to I, I want to. And I want to. I just want to live. Yeah. You know, I just want to live. And, and and I don't mean live because my my heart's beating. Live. I mean, I want to. I want to experience. That's that's what I want to do. I want to experience. Um. You know, the next three sixty five and and beyond. But but really, you know. So I thought about you know what what you know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's you know, um, you know, it's the last year. You know, kind of deal because I I I, I don't see a finality. You know that's that's taking place. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna continue to do the things that that I need to do health wise. I'm gonna, you know, continue to, you know, to to laugh and and be positive and and everything. I I, I really think that, you know, um, it took me years to to uh, recognize it. Um, I think I've, I've I've pretty much been like this, but I think I've recognized that that um, that I have this gift of encouragement. Yeah, you, know, you do. You know that I want to encourage encourage others, 
And, uh, you know, so I think that, you know, just going just gonna to keep encouraging people. What do you think, uh, what place will running have? Throughout this, uh, this yeah, you know, this year. Um, you know, since since I'm since I'm feeling a lot better, uh-huh. um, you know, I, I think that you know it, it's it's my it's my form of of uh, of exercise, probably more than anything. Um, I don't, you know, I, I'm I'm guessing once again that at the end of 2024 that I'm going to um, go back to Memphis uh, again, and then and then do some things along the way. You know, whether that's you know, I haven't I haven't really sat and you know calendared it out and thought about well, you know, I could do you know this I, you know, um, you know, maybe do some more of the, of of the of the pink gorilla series you know in, in here I mean I've done I've done a lot of them in the past yeah but but to knock to knock some more of those out because there's some you know just it, good distances and good times of the year and yep and and different things like that I you know we'll go back I, I wasn't feeling good again this year for the early bird. Uh, That's when, right. You didn't. And I, not I, I, I had it. I I was registered, paid, and everything, and I didn't run it just because I, I, I just couldn't. I, I just knew that. I mean, I can walk ten miles, right? But I didn't want to, and uh, and so I'd like to. You know, it's kind of. I'd like to go back and and uh, you know have another shot at that. Yeah. When when you were on the first pod earlier this year, and this is only two months ago now, two months and change. Yeah. yeah. When I asked you what you're chasing. You said that you're chasing fitness. Yeah, I would say that it seems like you've, you know, caught it to some degree yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have, and uh, and I feel really. I once again, I feel really good, you know. But but it's like anything else. You you get to that spot, and you there's there's the maintaining side of it now. So you can't just get there and be done, um, you know. And so I think that you know, it, it's like I said, it's tough to get to get to that spot. But once you get there. Just to keep going, so yeah, um, yeah, I feel I feel pretty. I feel like I've, I'm I'm at least farther down the path, you know, than I than I was even two months ago, and um, and I'm 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 real grateful, and you know, just looking forward to keep going with it. The only negative about this happening now is that it's about to be treadmill season for you, and that that's not fun. Yeah, no, um, but but I'll I'll uh, you know I'll embrace it and. You know, and, and get after it, and and try to, you know, there there was a couple of days where um, it was just the timing of everything, and I ran on the treadmill, and uh, mom, but mom would ask me, "Are you going outside?" I'm like, "No, I'm not going outside. It's like <laughs> it's like 13 degrees or whatever it was. <laughs> it was you know. cold this week." And uh, um, but the other day, I had uh, I had like a dentist appointment, and this was on Thursday. And I had four and a half miles to run, and so I, I timed it so I was going to do it in the afternoon. And she goes, "Are you going outside?" I said, "I'm absolutely going, <laughs> out, absolutely going outside," and had a had a good time with good. it. Good. So my penultimate question is always, yeah. "What's your favorite part about running?" I already asked you that, uh, so I will ask you this instead. What is your favorite part about the St. Jude community? Yeah, thank you. That's a great question. I heard this quote. Um, I don't know how many years ago. I think I've, I think I might have heard it probably years ago, but I remember dialing in on it during COVID because uh, it was really, you know, focusing on the this $10,000 commitment that I had made and and letting people know that, that, that COVID had canceled so many things in 2020, but one thing it had not canceled was cancer, nor the life-saving work that St. Jude and I, and I came across this quote again, and it's from Martin Luther King Jr., and it says that life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? 
And when you ask me that question about the St. Jude community, that's what it is. It's, it's sacrificially doing something for somebody else who can't do it for themselves. And so I think about, you know, the, the, the patient families that I've had a chance to, to get to know and, and to find out that, you know, they didn't have to think about anything other than their child getting well. And it's because of the things that, that I've done for the last 10 years that you've done over, over you know, a few different races that our family's done. And that is, is, is being able to provide that peace for them so they don't have to think about, am I going to have to declare bankruptcy? Am I going to have to sell my house? Because I would do anything to help out you know, my child. Any, anything. And to know that, that what I do helps them, it's, you know, what are you, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing for others that goes, that goes beyond you? So I think that that's, that's probably the biggest thing. Well, I'll include in the, uh, in the show notes, a, a link to your donation That'd page for, uh, for this year's race. So if you want to uh, go donate to an incredible cause, you can do so, uh, to the link there. So I finish yep. every podcast by asking my guests about what they're chasing. It could be a literal time goal, qualify for something, or just a feeling. Dad, what are you chasing? I am, at this point, Josh, I am chasing $20,000 raised for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital with a minimum of 10000 by race day, which is in uh, on December the 2nd. And actually, I've been putting out there this week, I'm at 80, 83 27 and some, somebody donated which was fantastic donated 26 dollars and 20 cents you know for the for the distance of the marathon and uh, and so so i'm at 83 27 25 or something like that um and i would love to see the meter hit ten thousand dollars raised by november the 9th that's what i'm chasing dad i love you thanks for joining me today on chasing three hours uh, thanks for having me Thanks again to Tim Peterson for joining me on today's episode. Thanks to Peak Performance, stop by one of their four Omaha Metro area locations and mention this podcast for $15 off of your first pair of shoes at regular price. Thanks to Ian Alio for production assistance as well as music and sound design. Thanks to Riss for the cover art. Head to Chasing3Hours.com for more from me as I write about my experiences out on the running trail, races, and a whole lot more. Email me at Chasing3Hours at gmail.com. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and maybe share with a friend as well. New episodes will drop on Friday mornings. Enjoy your long run this weekend.